You are listening to Astrology, the Amateur Astrologers podcast. Welcome back, Masters of Ass and Amateurs of Astrology. I'm Audrey. And I'm Rachel. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I had to like, you know, start it off with a bang. A bang. And a or a woohoo. A woohoo. A woohoo. Hey everybody, we're back. We're back. back and again. This again. episode is called Aquarius Season. However, we are now in Pisces season as of recording this, so when it comes out, sorry. Sorry. Um, um, all good things come to those who wait. Yeah, and also, you know, when you're working, uh, look, when, you, when you're approaching something in an anti-capitalist way, and mm-hmm. also with the understanding that time is a, a construct, construct, surely it can always be Aquarius season. Mm-hmm. So we're just, yeah. we're, and also it's like, it's like, it's like when it's someone's birthday, right? Mm-hmm. And you, and you're like, oh, but we'll celebrate all week. Exactly. We're just extending Aquarius season a little so bit. So true. Mm. We're celebrating Aquarius is just that little much more. Yeah, because you deserve it. Mm-hmm. You deserve it. What's your internal <laughs> weather? <laughs> um. Oh, this is quite hard. I don't feel like I've woken up yet. So I guess maybe um, I'm on some kind of beautiful moor, beautiful countryside, and it's quite hazy, and the haze hasn't quite burnt off yet. So you can't really tell what kind of weather it's going to be. Give me, give me more. Give me, give me, give me more. What's your internal weather? Um, my internal weather is... I'm a palm tree. Oh. <laughs> and I'm swaying ever so gently. Oh, beautiful. In the wind. Uh-huh. Um... The breeze, I kind of feel like I haven't tested what the temperature is like outside right now, but yesterday's temperature. It was so nice. Where it's like a little chilly, but not too cold. You can just wear a sweater, wrap up. It was so good. Walk down the street. It was very nice. Um, So I'm kind of feeling like that. Mm -hmm. Yesterday was like the first day of spring, wasn't it? Um, so not good. officially, I don't think, was it? No, not officially, but you know, right, you know, feeling. feeling, you know, you wake up one day and it's like, yes, yeah, spring is here. Great. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. That was the internal weather. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. Do you want to hit us with the Aquarius basics? Yes. So <clears throat> Aquarius basics, the symbol of Aquarius is the water bearer, <laughs> which first of all, I know it's so funny. First of all, it also made me think of the Friends episode, The Lightning Bearers, where they're uh, reading the, like, woman empowerment book. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that's so funny. Like someone's a lightning bearer, bearer. and someone's a yeah. fucking... What was it? Um, It's like, oh, it's like you're, like, blowing in the winds of my... Leaf blower Yeah, something. leaf blower. Oh, so funny. Something. So good. Um, so the element is an air sign. This is a big kind of controversial one. Not controversial, but often misunderstood because most people think that it's a water sign because of the word Aquarius. And also water bearer as well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you would think. But um, it's big fat air. It's air. It's an air sign. I know. Big fat air. Big fat air. And when you actually kind of get into the meanings and the energies around Aquarius, you'll see that it actually does fit into an air sign yeah, it just yeah, kind of sounds like a water sign yeah which is weird so the modality is fixed um it the ruling planet is uranus or saturn um newly it's uranus but the old old astrology it's saturn okay um and the ruling house is the 11th so the order it's number 11 out of 12 <gasps> it's the penultimate one yes oh my god 
The yes. penultimate sign. The penultimate. Oh. So the <laughs> keywords are analytical, humanitarian, independent, sincere, inventive, quirky, aloof, sexy. Mm, I saw this on a lot of the keywords. It was really funny. Um, altruistic, different, truthful, detached, unpredictable, stubborn, inventive, rebellious, eccentric, and caring. Ah, that's nice. Yeah, lots of words going on there. It's a good mix. Um, Rahel. Yes. You did some research into the mythology. Oh, such a surprise, isn't it? How cool. How Would great. Would you like to share this with us? <laughs> Predictable Tauruses. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's mythology time. Mythology. So... Uh, Aquarius is often so in kind of Babylonian mythology is identified with the god Ea and Ea is a very important god in Babylonian myth so they're the god of water, knowledge and mischief Mm. Um, and it also kind of became associated and this is kind of Ea but also Aquarius Ea, Ea, Ea (laughs) (laughs) oh god Um, so it's associated with floods which the Babylonians regularly actually experienced. There were a lot of floods. Mm. Um, and so it kind of has some negative connotations, but equally could kind of be read as Ea, the god seeking change in some way, which is very Aquarian. And mm. we'll get, we'll kind of talk about that a bit. I more, love sure. that the word is Ea and it's just E-A. Ea. 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 What you meet Wow, you hit that note. Yeah. Damn. Um, in Greek myth, mm. Aquarius is identified with Ganymede, who is a very, very notoriously beautiful Trojan, um, who is abducted by Zoop. Oh my Zoop. god, there are no words. There are no words today. Um, so Ganymede is a Trojan who's abducted by Zeus and made to be a cupbearer to the gods of Olympus. So many bearers. Yeah, but this is where the symbolism comes from, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the constellation Aquila, which neighbours the constellation Aquarius, is the eagle that snatched Ganymede as a young boy. And there's kind of, in different versions, the eagle is Zeus, because Zeus used to often change form and then go and, like, steal people. Squawk. Or... Squawk. Squawk. <laughs> Um, no, he'd like steal people or like, you know the story of, I can't remember who it is about, he turns into like a stag and then seduces a woman. Oh yeah, did you did you talk about that one episode? Uh, I think a while ago, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so it kind of makes sense. Um, so the depiction of Aquarius, as kind of Audrey said, the symbol is the water bearer, which is, um, in depending on the version, it could be a man, a woman, a person of non-specific gender. Um holding a kind of jug out of which pours a stream and the stream kind of consists of about 20 stars in the constellation it's a I long it's beautiful it's a really long it's a long stream oh that's fine which is really nice and so there's different connotations in different mythos about what the stream is mm. um and the interesting one i found was in in chinese astronomy the stream is depicted as the army of yulin which is and the stars the faint stars especially represent several foot soldiers Are you talking about chinese astrology yeah, but so, sorry, I should clarify. In Chinese astrology, it's referred to as Chinese astronomy. Aha, okay, okay. Thank you. This but, was, a, that was something I didn't know. Uh, okay. Yeah, they kind of, obviously, in in the kind of, um, this is kind of more historic, but yeah, Chinese astronomy is what we would consider Western astrology. Like, it's kind of the counterpart of that. Okay. 
So it's Eastern like, astrology. Yeah, I like they call the, it astronomy. Yeah, I like the fact that astrology and astronomy used to be synonymous. Okay. When yeah, we talk yeah, about yeah, Chinese yeah. astrology, it, it's kind of they're still very synonymous. Cool. Whereas okay. they're very separate in the Western world. Okay. Right? Cool. Um, so yeah, so it's depicted this stream is kind of an army, and the faint stars represent these many, many foot soldiers from the far reaches of the Chinese Empire. Wow, that was quite beautiful. That um, is crazy. Yeah, and there was loads of other stuff about it, which was really interesting. But it was kind of too long and complicated. Yeah, but that's what Google's for. Yeah, so um, if you're interested, go go and have a go yeah, and have a, a um, gander. Oh, you took the word right out of my mouth. Were you about to say that? I was about to say oh, gander. I love the word gander. I feel sometimes so psychic, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I could just feel what was coming. Um, should we talk about the kind of key signs in Aquarius? Yes. So for the newbie boobies out there, when we say Aquarius season, we are talking about when the sun is in. Aquarius. Yes. So currently, actually not currently, but you know, the last Previously. month. Yeah, the sun, from about, when is it? It's like the 18th, 19th of January. Yeah, end of January to around end-ish yeah. of uh, February. So, um, so the sun was in Aquarius. So that means that um, everyone born within that month would, you, you would say like, oh, I'm yeah. in Aquarius. Um, now you can have all the other planets in Aquarius as well. But right now, it's not necessarily that the planets are in Aquarius. Some of them, some of the outer planets actually are in Aquarius right now. That's why you yeah. have generations being born right now into that Aquarian age. Yeah. Um, We've also done a th- big thing about what's currently happening, this huge astrological shift into Aquarius. Mm-hmm. We did that a few episodes back, so go have a listen to that exactly. if you're interested. So we're going to first talk about Sun in Aquarius, and then we'll talk about rising sign in Aquarius, or your ascendant, and then we'll talk about the other planets in Aquarius because just because you don't have an Aquarius sun does not mean you don't have Aquarius in your chart. Yes. You have, um, potentially you could have lots of Aquarius or little bits of Aquarius. And so the energy that we talk about, the kind of like personality traits we talk about, the characteristics we'll talk about, um, could also reside in you depending on what your chart is. Yeah. So also take a look at your chart. Look up your natal chart if you haven't Uh, already. Uh, generationally. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we have our Saturn, no, Neptune and Uranus mm-hmm. in Aquarius. Aquarius. Are people still being born in Aquarius? Do we know this? I'm just wondering Not if... Not of it, our generation, but it's come. It's coming full circle. Yeah, I was going to say it must be moving on to the next generational. Yeah, or it's already done it twice. One time. Oh, potentially. Damn. Depends yeah. on the planet. Okay. Um, um, some planets stay in stay in their sign for a very long time and yeah. some move on quicker yeah. um anyway mm-hmm. talking about the sun in aquarius um and i find this super interesting because my mother is a sun in aquarius mm-hmm. shout out liz we love you liz Whoop. so sun in aquarius um are often driven by the freedom to do things their own way and with that comes there may be a tendency to break rules because they they kind of have a sentiment of a reverence to anything old, anything outdated, anything that doesn't allow liberation or liberty in some mm. kind of way. Um, and so anything that feels outdated to them. And I find this super interesting because then it becomes a, an element of like um, opinion as well. Okay. Um, they're just like, no, I'm not interested in that. This mm. doesn't allow me to live my life. Um, they're always kind of seeking improvement in the self and in their community. So Aquarius being tied to the 11th house, the 11th house house being 
the house of friendship, the house of social circles, communities. Mm-hmm. There's an element of, with the sun in a crisis, there's an element of what can I do to grow as a person, but also how can I help my community grow? How can I help my social circle grow? And with that, if they are, if there are people in those groups who are perhaps not as driven to self-growth and nurturing the self, they might find that challenging. Mm. That's kind of a big thing that comes up. But with that on the flip side is a huge amount of stubbornness. So you talked about earlier how it's it's a fixed sign. And so even though they have this desire for kind of intellectual liberation, for freedom, for searching for the self, for growing for the self, they can be incredibly fixed and forthright in their own opinions. And that is something that challenges them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess you can, I can see that in terms of, say a son in Aquarius who was born 50, 60, 70 years ago, will have very, very different opinions to a son in Aquarius who's born this year, mm-hmm. for example. Or a different ideal ideology as well. Yeah, 100%, you know, 100%. You can have like the you know the people protesting wearing masks and they <laughs> some of them could be aquarius is because they are so fixed in their opinions and believe that something is uh, unjust yeah right exactly exactly but from our opinion we won't think that's that, unjust yeah. you know 100 100 percent. um very witty very clever and very frank and they really value that in return they they find people who are quite superficial and kind of fake on the outside mm. difficult and they're always I hate using this word, but they're always probing people to like get to the depths of themselves. Mm. Um, They find prejudice and bias offensive and there's maybe a tendency to get personally offended, even Mm. if that prejudice or bias is not directed at them. Mm. Um, And there's, they're always encouraging others to be open, to be forthright in themselves. They're very comfortable with, obviously it's kind of dependent on the rest of the chart, but there's a sense of, a strong sense of self and a desire for other people to be like, you're great, you should be like this too. Mm. Um, and then there's also ideas of how much they value personal freedom and that comes with an element of sometimes enjoying being alone. And Aquarians can actually, I kind of read, they can be associated as loners because they're mm. just like, I'm just doing yeah. my own thing. Yeah, very, very independent. Yeah, 100%, um, 100%. And so Aquarius in a sun sign, that's kind of your just like essence, how you kind of are on a day-to-day, mm. your ego. Um, and now we can move on to Aquarius rising, which is quite similar, but it's more of how people see you. It's more of your facade. Yeah. It's more how how people meet you, your first impressions. Yeah. Um, so oftentimes you can like meet an Aquarius rising and mistake them for a sun Aquarius because mm. it's, it is quite similar in that way. So uh, Aquarius risings are rebellious, um, revolutionaries. They have a social change in their minds. Um, they're ruthless to those that hold narrow views. Mm. Um, but on the flip side, can probably maybe not recognize when they hold narrow views. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, that um, makes sense. They enjoy being different and shocking others. So this is an Aquarius rising probably has a bit of an eccentric style, um, both either in how they dress or in how they act. Mm. Um, and also very friendly and sociable and intelligent. They value like a big group of friends. They yeah. love being sociable. Um, can be mysterious and the coolness that is attached to them is very attractive to a lot of people so Mm. that mysteriousness is like oh you see that like guy from across the room and he's like timothy chalamet vibes (laughs) i'm just thinking about matt no it's so true true. timothy chalamet vibes you know like where they're a little bit like moody a little bit cool a little bit cold and that can be very attractive to people to some people um so they also 
seem to be quite open to new ideas, but like I said, because they're a fixed sign, there is stubbornness in their, um, in their kind of the pride of their ideas, the pride of their ideology. And I love this. They're quietly provocative. Oh, that's nice. So true. Because they're not like an Aries who will go out and seek conflict mm. and be very provocative and mean to be. Mm. I mean, I guess they mean to be, but but very outwardly provocative. Whereas Aquariuses might not do anything, but just kind of a look or just their energy being there can be provocative. Yeah, Because yeah. they challenge a system. They mm. challenge the old. They challenge you. They challenge something, you know? Just their very yeah. being. Um, yeah, so... And Aquarius Risings are usually attracted to confidence in people just because they they can seem quite intimidating Mm. from that kind of natural ability to just kind of sit there and provoke. Yeah. And be with themselves. I imagine Aquarius Rising people as they're at the party, they're not really phased, they're kind of sitting in a corner Mm -hmm. on their own because they're kind of everyone else is sort of they've they've used up their interest in everybody else. Mm. But everybody else is like, that person is so Mm -hmm. interesting. And even if it's not like a a sexual attraction they're they're engaged with them they're interested they're cool in, they're yeah. interesting yeah. yeah my sister's in aquarius rising ah. and you pair that with her leo sun and so she's very sociable mm. you know like very sociable cool like one like different quirky yeah. like i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna dress and i'm gonna do my thing um yeah and it kind of depends on i guess what your other signs are because then you can have one that is much more introverted you know m- much less sociable yeah but yeah mm. um Moon and Aquarius, slightly different now. We're going more to the internal world. The Mm. moon is your shadow self. The moon is your emotions. Um, What you feel on the inside. So often some people may not resonate that much with their rising or their sun, but they will really resonate with their moon because it's what people don't usually see. Yeah. uh, Unless someone's really close to you and you're open to them. So moon and Aquarius may like being alone, self-contained, like we said, very independent. Mm. Um... They process information within the self um, and they like to sit with that so they can kind of better understand outside of them oh, that's externally. Nice. Yeah. That's very, I feel like that's very um, similar to how you talk about your artistic practice. You talk mm. about like uh, personal healing for planetary healing. Yeah, and I think Aquarius and my moon's in Pisces mm. and I think there's, there's correlations between Aquarius and Pisces. They're right next yeah. to each other on the zodiac. Um, so you have the 11th house energy, the 12th house energy, and mm-hmm. you have signs that are really focused on um, th- the world. Yeah. You know, like connections. Mm. Um, so that's what is really nice about Aquarius. Aquarius is just a bit more cerebral. Yeah. Whereas Pisces is a little bit more feel. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. So there is a natural emotional detachment here, kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, this is connected to the mysteries of the universe and this makes it kind of an interesting mix because there's a, uh, an innate connection that Moon and Aquarius feel with the collective and mm. with the world, but there's also emotional attachment, probably because it's an air sign, probably because it's cerebral, um, and there might be a little bit too much fixation on like ideology, on mm. um, thought processes, because in the Moon... The, in, in a moon sign the moon just wants to feel you yeah know? yeah um so moon and aquariuses can be very accepting of others lifestyles and behaviors um and you will also because of this naturally gain trust from others 
Mm. So here, they definitely have a humanitarian vibes. They kind of just want, they want to heal the collective. Yeah. You know? I'm also just thinking about that thing of being so accepting and like gaining the trust of others. And it's, I, that's kind of beautiful because I feel like a moon Aquarius then is someone who provides comfort for, for Mm -hmm. lots of people Mm -hmm. in a way, maybe other moon signs don't. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And, um, I could see that being, only an issue if they feel like they are not in contact yeah they, they yeah. can't they can't reach out i mean even right now think about like people that are so isolated and alone mm. and kind of wanting to kind of be a part of the collective yeah, yeah and emotionally process in the collective mm. um so moon and aquariuses might have grand ideas but this potentially depending on the chart may not be connected to practicality so if you have lots of other practical kind of signs in your chart if you have capricorn if you have taurus if you have uh, virgo so any of the earth signs um, if you have aries like any cardinal signs like that something that kind of brings you forward then you will kind of um be able to almost actualize these big ideas mm. um, but if you don't have that um pro tip partner up with someone that does because ah. your dreams and realities, uh, or your dreams will turn into realities if you if you don't have the capabilities to almost actualize them yourself, someone else will, and that makes for great partnerships because not everybody has everything in their chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. not everybody has everything in their person, in their being. Collaboration is key. Exactly. That's beautiful. Yeah. I like that. So um, the only issue with this is that it can be hard to allow themselves to kind of become a partnership because they want independence and freedom so badly. Okay. Um, but just know that if if you have these big grand ideas um, and you don't necessarily have the means um, emotionally, practically all of it to actualize them, um, then you might need to break out of your independence. And yeah. And rely I, on the collective. And I guess also then there's an element of maybe one of the challenges that faces Aquarians, I think in a lot of placements, but I can see it especially here, their their desire for independence combined with a stubbornness might make them prone to being like, no, I can do it on my own. Yeah, I can do definitely. it on my own. And maybe there's a a part of growth in life is is learning to step outside of that and be like, actually you know, things are always better when you grow them with other people. Things are always stronger when you grow them with mm. other people. Mm. Oui. Oui. C'est bon. Yeah. C'est très bon. Tre- très bon. C'est très bon. Oh, no. I can't believe we just did that. <laughs> um, so Mercury, is, as we kind of know, the planet of communication, the planet of intellect, expression. And so Aquarian Mercury placements are super offbeat and very quirky communicators. They're very inventive they're very eccentric and then i found this quote on a website they said downright weird <laughs> and then they said there's a fine line between weir- weird and genius yeah my dad's a mercury aquarius ah. and 100 uh, percent. yeah yes. literally um so these are people who they're known for they'll take their conversation in a way you never imagined it going yeah 100 which is which is really exciting i think i think that i can imagine them as people who um they're in some kind of super corporate board meeting and they make everybody get up and like physicalize something, you know? Like there's gonna be a an, a way that they communicate that enables them to look at things from different angles, from fresh perspectives mm. and to surprise other people, mm. which is always, I think, really exciting. Yeah, my dad says the weirdest shit sometimes. <laughs> just be chilling with the family and he just comes out and says like something that just doesn't feel like it connects, but then uh. somehow it, it does in his mind oh that's interesting it is very interesting interesting, yes um 
So there, with this comes a, a sentiment that they're always considering what could be rather than what is. And so there's always, that's where this innovation side to Aquarius comes in, that they can always use conversation and, and their intellect as a way to look at how to better things, how mm-hmm. to grow things. They can see the potentials. Yeah, 100%. Um, can be rational, even about things that they're emotionally invested in. And so they can, with this, means that they... And this kind of links to also the Mars and Aquarius, which I'll talk about later. But because of this, they're good rationalizers and they're good at even seeing things as they are with things that they're emotionally tied to. Mm. Um, so you know how I feel like I feel like water signs are very prone to this because they're so emotional. It's so difficult to separate that from other things. Mm. Whereas a Mercury Aquarius is very strong in this, but then with that, they can be prone to overlooking and neglecting other people's feelings. Yeah. Because of the thing of they can be so rational that they can almost be emotionless mm. it from mm-hmm. as perceived by other people. And also, I guess it's about recognizing that a Mercury Aquarius might actually find rationalizing a good way to process, a good way to cope, to talk about things, mm-hmm. but understanding not everyone needs that. Everyone needs different things. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're not by any means actually emotionless. They're just very good at communicating as if they are yeah <laughs> yeah yeah for sure definitely uh venus like aquarius it. yes venus aquarius so venus uh whatever sign you have in venus it shows kind of your how you express your desires it shows your relationships to others romantic relationships just any kind of love relationships familial mm. um friendships and so Venus and Aquarius enjoys an eclectic mix of friends. We know Aquariuses in general just like, they like a group, you know? Yeah. Um, they may like to visually stick out of the crowd because Venus also is ruling um, like appearance, aesthetics. Mm. And so there's a kind of quirkiness here as well. Um, and if if they don't want to visually stick out in the crowd, their mind definitely sticks out in a crowd. Okay. Um, like I said before, also with with uh, rising Aquarius mm. rising, it's kind of either you dress it or you act it. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, so Venus and Aquarius, in terms of romantic partners, other people will see Venus and Aquarius as having unpredictable partners. They're gonna be like, "Oh, they're with them. Interesting." <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's gonna be like, "Oh, that's unexpected." Um, no judgment value on that from me, at least. No, but. Uh, yeah, so they might make unusual decisions in love. I like that. That's funny. Mm. I think it's like it's fun to watch that. It's like surprising. It's like surprising. Let's yeah, go. Let's yeah, not. Yeah, let's yeah. not um, be too traditional. They have an unconventional love life. So, like I said, they're also a very group oriented person, um, but obviously also need space. They have. I think Aquarius in general and all these placements have that duality of individuality and then also wanting to be part of a collective. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, so they don't want to feel tied up. They do want their space. And advice for Venus and Aquarius, find people as quirky as you. Yeah, find your tribe. Because mm-hmm. they're out there. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's and so fun. What about Mars, Rachel? So Mars, Mars is uh, the the fire planet, the red planet. So mm. um, Mars kind of rules 
aggression, conflict, action, directness. It also rules things like sex as well. Um, it's very physical orientated. And I think here there's a strong sense of um, a Mars in Aquarius, their sense of fight comes from a desire for freedom and individuality. It comes back to that that feeling of social change mm. and nurturing growth. Um, and they don't allow ambitions to be silenced. I see here a tie between the the intellectual airiness of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. They're going to use their mind to fight for things. They're going to outwit people using their intellect mm -hmm. rather than action, yeah. a direct action. And I guess that's also an interesting conflict about how does Mars as a very physical planet impact an air sign that's very intellectual. Mm -hmm. But actually this is, a, a I think, a great placement because, because of that Aquarian... Um, prone like the fact they're prone to rationalizing they're they're able to bring about strong arguments mm -hmm. but also with a fire that comes with a mars placement For sure which is super interesting um they find any form of injustice whether it's like within their own life within their social circle within their community in society they just like can't ignore it but they it's not like a thing of they see it and they're frustrated they see how to change it and that's mm. their frustration they see like oh but you could just do this and there's a they have personal action yeah but they yeah. want collective action yeah exactly yeah. and so there's a tension there constantly about oh but you could just i don't know put Put a this bike is how you could fix it. Yeah, why don't, this, you, fix why it? don't you fix it? It would yeah. be so easy. Um, and that is a tension that they constantly have and they have to grapple with about ensuring that they're using that in a productive way. And mm -hmm. obviously that can be productive in whatever means necessary. I like how you brought up the bike lane because we were Yeah, I know, because we I'm obsessed with this I'm obsessed with this bike lane thing. Um Yeah. Just put a bike lane on green lanes. Just put a bike lane on green lanes. Just do it. Yeah. Haringey Council, we're looking at you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Non-spawn. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a there's a tension between that desire for change, but also understanding how to emotionally grapple with that as well, yeah. ensuring that that's not overwhelming, mm. that that's used in a way that benefits them and benefits the, yeah. the community, the society. Yeah, definitely. Good shit. I'm getting, um, from all of these, I'm getting this kind of sense of like, amazing Aquarius grand ideas uh unpredictable interesting provocative forward thinking but then it's like make sure that you um grab consent from people make sure that you have people on board make sure that you um get confirmation make sure this is a collective decision and not a personal one mm. you know and so mm. I don't know I'm just getting that's my psychic feeling yeah, about this yeah I think there's a tendency to be like oh but just do just do just do and almost that's an interesting tension that I think an air sign has with their intellectual they're not always sitting with it mm. they're they need to maybe sit with sit with it and sit with how it affects other people because mm. like air energy is like spread yeah you know it's like communicate spread spread communicate now Aquarius is a fixed air sign so it's its information is fixed as well. Mm. It doesn't spread and change. It yeah. spreads. That's energetically what I'm feeling. I'm mm. like, you know, mm. so there's something, something in that. Mm. Um, I think especially also um, Aquarius energy and the fact that it comes with a huge bout of social change. I think obviously living in the world we do currently as well, um, because they're, they can be so fixed, especially in their opinions. Also, I guess it's learning to recognize who you are 
how much privilege you have external yeah. to your Aquarian energy and how can you use your drive for social change in a productive way yeah. and make sure you're also listening to the people that exactly. need to be listened to exactly. at this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Definitely. Think about your voice and what your voice says in in, in that, that context. Yeah, 100%. You know? 100%. Um, so, just before we sign off, I thought it'd be fun to call my mum... <gasps> who is a son Aquarius, who's also a big fat skeptic. <laughs> but who also has several other Aquarius placements, right? So we don't know. So oh, my okay. mum doesn't know her birth time. But she knows her birthday, which we Yeah, know. we know her birthday. We know her B-day. So that so we can find out if she has other yeah. Aquarius placements. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she won't know. So if you want to do it yourself. I'm going to look it up. Okay, so we are about to call Liz, <clears throat> Rachel's mother, Liz has Sun in Aquarius, Mercury in Aquarius, Venus in Aquarius, Mars in Aquarius, Jupiter in Aquarius, Saturn in Aquarius. Oh my god, I love it. That's so great. I didn't know that. So this is all very exciting because this is someone with that has a mega Aquarius. Yeah, you placement. literally look at her chart and it's just it's it's up there. I love it. All right. There's so much Aquarius. Brief interlude for FaceTime call. Yeah. Hi, Mum. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are I you? I didn't realise you were going to FaceTime. Well, I, I just wanted to see your face. Okay. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Good. Um, yeah. So, we're just looking at your chart, because we can do that. Um, and because you have, I didn't know this, but you have a lot of Aquarian energy as well. So, you're not, yes, yeah, so you're not just a Sun Aquarius. You also are a Mercury Aquarius, which is about how you communicate. Um, you're a Venus Aquarius, which is about kind of relationships with other people, sensuality, relationships. Um, what else is there? Mars. Mars, which is about like conflict, how you, your aggression, action. Like there's so much of it all over your chart. Am I aggressive? Oh my God. <laughs> you tell us. Yeah. But I, I guess... my chart, like, because I don't know when I, what time I was born. But we know the day. So, so okay. at least those signs we know for sure. Um, okay. Yeah, but I guess my question for you, as 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 a skeptic, is because Aquarius is like really associated with is a kind of rebellious sign. They're people who see injustice and they want to do something about it. And I guess do do you associate with that at all? Do you feel like you're someone who kind of sees sees when things aren't okay? Uh, yeah, I probably do, but I'm not sure I do anything about it. Yeah, that's okay. I, but that's a fixed sign. I, I think I'm yeah. a person who, yeah, sees, sees. I can see injustice, and I can understand injustice, and I can understand how unfair things are for a lot of people. But I don't actually put that into action and mm. do something, which is probably something I regret. Mm. It's but, never too late. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that, is, that is very true. And um, I often think I ought to do something, but I think it's, I have a fear of getting involved. Mm. Mm. I have another question. Right, okay. Throughout your life, 
do you think people have considered you weird or different or eclectic or unusual in any way? I'm not sure I know what people <laughs> think about me at all. I've never, never asked. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Um, do, you, do you feel... Do you feel, and I feel like I could say I know this about you, but do you feel that you've done things differently to the other people at the time in your life? I think I probably have, yeah. I've always sort of, even as a teenager, I think I've probably chosen to go a different route from, say, all my school friends. Um, And then maybe I've chosen to go different route from all my uni friends as well. Mm. Um, but I don't, I, I don't see myself as being rebe- actively rebellious. Mm. So I also want to point out here, I'm looking at your chart, and you have basically all of your planets and signs are in a fixed sign, as opposed what to... What does that mean? So that's as opposed to cardinal, mutable, or fixed. And so sometimes people can have a spread, sometimes you can have them all in one you have basically all of them in a fixed position, meaning that um, there's a lack of action and a lack of mutability, but there's a groundedness. You're very like positioned and set. Um, and so take that with, with what you will. Because mm. I guess that would make sense in the feeling you have about you see you see things, but not being always sure that you're you're in a position to make change or you're the right person to make change because you're like, oh, but I'm grounded and I'm here and I'm, I'm not sure about changing myself and putting myself in different situations. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you can interpret that in a sense, but grounded to me is something, you know, of being a practical person, mm. of being you know of having quite a lot of common sense you know and and having a good idea of your limitations and your expectations in in life Mm. as opposed to as opposed to kind of knowing about i mean yeah and maybe maybe there is a bit of inaction in there Mm. maybe yeah yeah Mm. the fact that I don't want to do things because Mm. I don't want to upset the apple cart I think yeah yeah this is also all relative as well yeah this is all depending on who you're around you can it can kind of reveal itself as well if you have someone that's like majorly contrast maybe they have like all mutability and no fixed or cardinal that means that there's also a lack of action but then there's a lack of groundedness so they just go everywhere in life maybe Mm. they're confused in themselves um, maybe make lots of kind of like unpredictable, unusual decisions, um, not very stable. And so it kind of just depends on different people, different, different, people. different, different uh, what's the word? I just found a bit boring though, No, no. <laughs> oh my God, hell no. Also, also I think from, a, from as your daughter, so having, having lived with you and loving you and thinking you're an amazing person, I would also say you're, being being someone who's quite I'm very I'm very stubborn I'm very like my way or the highway and I feel like you are a lot more like you see things from a different perspective or you'll try and see things from a different perspective Mm -hmm. and I would definitely say that that's had a big impact on me as a person and so I think because you're like that I try and be like that so I think that's a that's a very positive thing I would Mm -hmm. say 
That's very flattering. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) No, definitely, because that's the Aquarius. There's also Mm. an element of me being always right, even when I'm wrong. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's a big Aquarius thing. It's definitely fixed, because you also have Moon and Taurus, which is another fixed sign. It's a fixed Earth sign. Yeah. Um, so there's a there's a feeling of kind of stubbornness in like in in kind of being right in that and then I think Aquarius brings it into the mind because Aquarius is an air sign it's about communication and thoughts and ideologies and thinking um so there is a feeling of that because you you will have kind of pride towards your ideas and your thinking but at the same time being able to um think about other people's positions that's the duality of Aquarius Mm -hmm. that's so you you're biased. <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mama. I'm gonna love you and leave you, and we'll finish our episode. And I'll call you later. But thanks for okay. thanks for chatting Thank with you. us. Oh, just remember, I'm still a skeptic. <laughs> still a skeptic. <laughs> we- okay. Liz wants to right. fully say she's a skeptic on the astrology podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love you, Mama. Okay. Love you too. Bye. Bye. That was fun. I was also just thinking, um, just thinking about my mum's Venus in Aquarius being also an Aquarius, mm-hmm. and that thing you said earlier about Venus Aquarius um, making unusual decisions in mm-hmm. love, and then just thinking about my mum and my dad, and they, um, they're, they're a su- Libra. <laughs> Ugh, so unusual. <laughs> no, just more like the fact that so they they made decisions in their relationship quite quickly and in unusual ways. Mm. So they they got together, they moved in together very what would be considered very quickly, mm. and then I think it was six or seven months into their relationship, my dad got a job in Hong Kong, and my mom was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go with yeah. you." Yeah, but that's the thing too, and that's why your parents are also compatible because they're both air signs, but Libra. Um, if I remember correctly, is um, a cardinal sign. Yeah. Yeah, because Gemini's mutable. Yeah. So, and Libra being the cardinal sign brings the action. Yeah, Into yeah. your mother's very, very fixed chart. Yeah. And so yeah. it is a really compatible, and also because they're both air signs, everything is very kind of intellectual and cerebral. I'm sure they chat a lot. I'm sure they think oh a God, lot they together. they talk so much all the time. Yeah. And I'm just there, this like little cancer baby, like, can we cry can together? together? <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, that was nice. That was that really was nice. Good. That's funny. I think it's funny having a skepticon. I think it's hysterical. That's why we need to do episodes, like several episodes where we bring on skeptics and just talk to them. <laughs> because like, it makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, why are you disagreeing with me? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, not, that's on my Mars and Taurus. Yeah, literally. And um, why are you disagreeing with me? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Oh, that's so good. Um, but yeah, but it's so fun. It is so fun. Um, where are you ass? Where am I ass? Um, I feel this is a bit of a weather, so I get, but I feel a bit foggy. That's fine. That's fine. Um, where, but where am I ass in life? Oh, it's like like halfway through my uni term. There's a lot going on. Still furloughed. Um, I'm kind of I'm tasting spring, as we said earlier in oh, the episode. Yeah. And I'm kind of excited and waiting for the weather to be even warmer and waiting for summer vibes to just like hit full swing. Um, and I've been like walking a lot and I'm really happy about that. I've been averaging this week, um, a little over 11k each. Excellent. That's my average of the week. I'm very excited about that. Um, cause I like walking and I like feeling like, uh, the areas I walk are like sculpting me. 
Mm, you know, nice. like as especially I'm walking like near the hills over mm. there. I went to the bougiest part. It was so fun. I went to like Highgate. It was, oh, it was Highgate so fun. is so bouge. Mucho so bouge. bouge. Mucho bouge. They were looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing there? <laughs> and I'm like, ah. Um, That's so fun. I'm just trekking. That's so uh, fun. But yeah, it was really fun. That's nice. That's beautiful what you said about the hill, the the way where you go sculpt you. Because it's so true because what you're walking on literally is, is uh, bringing it into your body. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah, and mate. so like all the hills I'm walking on, I'm thinking about how they're sculpting like my muscles. Yeah, mate. And that was so nice. My dissertation right there. Yeah. I just said your dissertation in yeah, a in sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I definitely no, did not. No, it was close. It was close. Excellent. Where are you, ass? Um, I'm good. I've had a week off work and I don't really want to go back to work. Mm. Um, it's so nice to have time off, especially yeah. from my job because it's been a bit been a bit stressful stressy um but i feel good i feel like i've it's been nice to have a week off to have time to like reflect to consolidate to rest Mm. um and also think about what i want i think i've been walking around being like just need to get through these months you know can't make any decisions about the rest of the year and now i might be making quite a large decision about the the trajectory of my year and obviously that affects the rest of your life your next path my next path yeah um which normally i find terrifying but i'm finding very 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 exciting it is exciting because when it feels good it feels fucking great yeah it does feel good you know it feels it feels juicy you should quote me on that when it feels good it feels great (laughs) when it feels good it feels great (laughs) (laughs) um and on that note that's quite a nice note to leave it it is um lots of love team hope you're all doing well yes thank you so much for listening you can follow us at astrologers on instagram we and um at audrey barvey on instagram if you'd like to follow me and at rachel elizabeth coleman if you'd like to follow me yeah tell your friends about us as well um do you are you an aquarius do you have any aquarians in your life or aquarius placements in your chart yeah tell us how you feel about it we love to we love to hear talk about it share us do the thing. Share Talk us. To us. <laughs> yeah, share like the podcast. Not, yeah, and not share us. with us, but yeah, also share, share us. us. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, thank you so very much for listening. See you in the future, but also time's definitely a construct. Suck my ass. Bye. Bye. <laughs>